And we're live in studio for the first time for First Time Films. Uh, I'm David Campbell, joined, as always, by Jack Higgins. Hello. Jack is back on the show. Was it like two episodes ago you weren't here? It was two, uh, I say but here, but it's the first time we're in a physical location. Uh, so it's like, it's dead sound. No, I was present in the last one, but uh, Die Hard... <laughs> it's fucked. Die it's Hard's it's absolutely good, so... Die Hard's goose has been cooked. Basically, we're meant to do a Christmas show on Die Hard. Um, but because Joe Thomas and Conor McCann were actually present for it, of course, uh, it can't be. I don't think Anchor liked the sound of them, to be honest. Yeah, like they liked the running gag that they just wouldn't show up and they were never here. So to, just to keep that going, we decided to delete that episode. Now, <laughs> some technical difficulties and stuff. So we'll do Die Hard for next year's Christmas special, unless we've been shut down for by Brian Singer for calling him a pedo. By the way, seen his new movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Don't know how much of it he directed but very good movie yeah very good movie despite the fact that his horrible name is attached to it it's uh, a very good film uh, Rami Malek I think should win best actor from the performances I've seen so far this year so that'll be good um, so this is just going to be a best of 2018 um, and I look forward to 2019 show um, just to put some content out because obviously we lost an episode and we haven't been on the air for a few couple of weeks and we know that everyone's been missing us so much like you know I've had people Calling me, just like, where's the first time films episode? Do you know what I mean? No, fucking the, phone, the phone's been ringing off the hook, you know. It's been a nightmare. So Emails, hate mail, <laughs> everything. Like, where is this Die Hard episode? <laughs> where's the Die Hard? Where is the Corner McCann and all these? And yeah. So, no Facebook polls and stuff this week. Uh, Jack, I'll come to you. What was your favourite movie of 2018? Um, I think probably Three Billboards. In fact, I actually just came home the other night, steaming dunk, uh, mm. to find my mum watching it. Said that they really enjoyed it, but uh, no, I think. Um, I didn't really see that many. Um, Black Panther, Black Panther was up there as well, mm-hmm. um, and Golden Globe nominated Black Panther. Mm. Do you think it should be nominated for Best Picture? Nah, nah, not for me. It's um, a weird one. That it's a weird one. There's be- there's been better superhero movies that are more deserving of it. Uh, and I get the cultural stuff. I think it is a cultural stance on it, and it? it's mm. like all the hype surrounding it was yeah. was too much for. Like, it was too much to not like you know break the bank for it and, and yeah. try and make at least a name for it. But I think it done itself justice. But um, it's fair play to Disney and Marvel. It, but you look if it. you look at it in a I don't know from a, direct, a director's point of view or a, um, from a, a critic's point of view, like it's maybe not the best picture of the year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, well, certainly the best. It's not one of the best um, superheroes yeah. anyway. Having said that, this year I feel we've had a lot of good blockbuster movies, but getting into Oscar season, there's not been much that I've been dying to see. Nah. Like, the favourite is coming forward now. Uh, have you seen The Lobster? It's a film. It's on Netflix. Definitely go and watch it. It's from a couple of years ago, and it stars who's the Irish actor who played Grindelwald that wasn't Grindelwald? Colin Farrell. Colin stars Colin Farrell the weirdest fucking movie you'll ever watch but this is from the guy who directed that oh, nice. um, and it stars Olivia Coleman, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz and basically it's like a crazy monarch in England so that's one to look forward to for next year but oh you now that you've said that it kind of run a bit of a bit yeah it's seen a trailer or something, trailer trailer or something. Or something like that, yeah. but back to Black Panther very good film though and probably the best if Thanos didn't exist is the best villain that's been in a Marvel movie for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and Killmonger. So, I actually really like that. Although they killed Andy Serkis off too quickly. Do you know? Yeah, I can't remember him. Not really like Really? Claw? Who the fuck was he? Oh, no, he was the same. Yeah, 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 he was the same. I, I just yeah, wanted yeah. more. Because they. I thought actually that was 
I don't know. It's as controversial as this podcast is. I thought it was actually very racist to <laughs> to have a South African white male like as the villain in a, a yeah. you know, obviously a, a dominantly black film. I think I the fact that, that they was killed him off that was, was all about and it was like South African white men like yeah. as the main feature and mm. the, the like you know, some African prince or something was the Aye. The villain, it would, it would be up, there would be uproar, and like I'm not, I'm not trying to be controversial because it doesn't really make a difference to me. But yeah, like I just when I was watching, it, I was going like, a wee bit stereotyping, like making this. It was, but I think that's why they killed him off. I think that's Probably. why yeah, they made right. Killmonger the main villain, yeah. rather quickly. So Claw, because Claw had been set up, he was in the second Avengers movie. Yeah, you know, and then set up his big deal, and then just wasn't. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. I don't know. What other other superhero movie I like this year? Aven- uh, Avengers. We'll go with Avengers three first. I meant to say Incredibles two, but like, <laughs> let's talk about Avengers Infinity War because that was like the biggest movie to come out this year by far. Over two million dollars made at the box office. You can't argue with the numbers. Some people have said it was a bit overstuffed. It was like a calzone with just a bit too much in it. It's mm. going to be like a bit too meaty. But mm-hmm. you know what? If you've watched all the Marvel movies up until this point which I know you haven't, no. which is very good for this show. Because uh, <laughs> I can just like put Marvel movies in the, in the docket all the time. Yeah. Um, it's a great payoff. It's basically a season finale of a TV show. Mm. you know, And it feels like it's got that epic scope. Storylines are wrapped up, but it still puts you in a very interesting place going forward without spoiling mm. anything. But everyone who's seen the movie knows exactly the sort of stakes. Yeah. That, well, we, we briefly spoke about it on... Uh, the Avengers one, didn't we? Yeah. The, the Guardians one. one. But Guardians of the Galaxy one, yeah. sorry. Um, and I said, like, you know, Infinity War is now that thing that I'm building myself up to because mm-hmm. I've missed so much of the MCU. Yeah. Um, you know, over the last few years. that, I, And I'm now, like, I still not really got around to doing anything yet, but I, I am keen to watch everything up and, and, and then finish, obviously, on that piece and just be, like, yeah. mind blown. I can imagine it just being I will talk fucking about- epic. It's kind of a bit like. X Men, even though I think they ripped it a wee bit, but if you were to what if they remade X Men, kind of similar style to Guardians of the Galaxy and some of the other MCU, and you know came to a head with like Apocalypse. Yeah. You know I think it, it was just done a bit. It was just a bit forced. I think Apocalypse, but if oh, they had something shit. similar to that. Yeah. Um, with the X Men, um, series, then fuck, I don't know. Well, the X Men series explodes, but. also good. This year, not the main X Men series, but the X Men spin off Deadpool two. Oh, yeah. comes out this year yeah. very good performance I actually lost a fiver to Jack Harris from uni because I bet him that Solo which also came out this year would make more money than Deadpool 2 and I was very 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 wrong Solo made like next to nothing at the box office and Deadpool 2 made one over one over one billion worldwide Oof. yeah so I was fucked completely fucked totally I like Deadpool 2 better than the first one though because I was one of those people who wasn't yeah, high yeah. On the first Deadpool, I didn't think it was out, uh, as outrageous as it could have been. Like as close to the bone, like they had, didn't use the R rating to the the extent they could have for me. What I liked about Deadpool two was it was the same sort of humor, but there was more action and there was more characters for me to attach myself to this yeah, time. Right, so yeah. it sort of diluted that to an extent. And I liked what they did with music. I actually, and I do you know what? Pretty emotional movie, as well. The emotion in it was extent, earned yeah. and it was genuine. You yeah, know? and you you seen a side to Deadpool as well that's maybe less. Less of a bravado, like towards mm-hmm. the end when it got more emotional and stuff, and you realised, you know, he's he's got a bit of a heart. He's not like he's a, a sweetheart. He's a softy. <laughs> yeah, and he's a, still a badass, you know. Yeah, um, but, and then we've got Incredibles two. Incredibles two also came out. Which was unreal, actually. When you I seen it three I, times. I, I nearly forgot about it again. Yeah, but it was actually a really good movie, um, and, and I think just because it was so anticipated, yeah, you, it's so hard to overlook it. You could, you didn't want to criticise it because you were just like, Do you know what, this is. It was enjoyable for what it was, obviously. Yeah, but. 
yeah, there's, there's always going to be people who go, oh, it's not as good as the first one, or like, you know, what have you done? Like, you've ruined it now, and then bloody blind, like, well, mate, Especially if te- over 10 wait- years of build up. Yeah, I was going to say, they've waited this long, though, like, yeah. I think you had to just accept what it was. For, for me, I think, I think it would be stupid to criticise it for one, because I think it is actually a really good movie. Um, but there's not much in there that they missed, or there's not much in there that you go, oh, I didn't really like that, or they could have done this better, or oh, I wish they'd done more of this and whatever else. Well, it's more of the same, it but it was be... different as well, because yeah. they did, like, it's very similar to the formula of the first story in that one parent goes away and does the, the business, and one parent stays at home. They just swapped over the roles exactly. this time, which exactly. made for some interesting storytelling, because it was good to see Elastigirl, like, do her thing. She's yeah. a milf and all. Like, I don't, don't care. <laughs> I know she's a cartoon. A, I know okay. she's a cartoon, but that ass man, like, it just. You couldn't even draw that. <laughs> I know. Like, someone, I don't. I don't even know if they did. I don't know how they make the Pixar movies. Like, do they draw? Or is uh, it Pixar's all, all drawn. Is and it then all? Then re- animated. Yeah. Sure, through yeah. the computer. Yeah, because there's, there's Pixar files and that you can like you nice. see Monster Monsters Inc. They've got file books and that of all the flip books and the pictures and that. I'd like to. I'd like to know more about that because animation's always interested in that way. Uh, just so we be open, like this is the first time we're actually recording in the same room, so we're trying to get rid of the what kind of mechanic called the shitty background music by replacing it with like some music playing and in the background. It's actually my music, so I'm just kind of sitting here jamming. Now <laughs> You're gonna get judged, like, <laughs> like, you know. like moving away from the more the blockbuster stuff. In fact, actually, one more Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was the biggest pile of pish that I've ever seen. Oh, in my life. I don't really take anything to do with Jurassic Park, to be honest. Oh, so, so I shit. can't imagine I've enjoyed it either. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, we'll talk about more of the sort of prestige the smaller movies we've seen this year obviously because we live in the UK the Oscar season for us and the Oscar movies are released over here typically in the year the Oscars are set so last year's Oscars you were talking about three billboards which we've seen before amazing film amazing cast Mm -hmm. Martin McDonough one of the best filmmakers writers out there um, currently and he's one of the guys that He's on that list now. I can't wait to see what he does. It's ah, like it's where is he going to go next? Like, what, he's he the event. Ah, you know, it's like Quentin Tarantino is yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, like Mark McDonough, Denis Villeneuve for me, who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, is up there. Um, even though I haven't seen First Man yet, I really look forward to seeing what Damien Chazelle does now after mm-hmm. La La Land and uh, Whiplash. Oh yeah, definitely. So Mark McDonough's up there for me. Three billboards probably should have won Best Picture, even though I like Shape of Water. Um, oh, Shape of Water, the one that didn't we even really discuss that there. I liked Shape of Water. Um, it's nice and it's fun and it looks amazing, as does every Guillermo del Toro movie. And yeah. I was happy it won for him because he is a man who absolutely loves Love cinema. Love like, it. and he's uh, like just so endearing to watch. If you ever see any Guillermo del Toro interviews, you'll instantly fall in love with this guy. Mm. Like, he's an absolute teddy bear. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> just, he's just like, you just want to give him a hug because no, he's so happy in what yeah. he's doing. You I've, know? Seen, I've seen a few different trailers for Shape of Water. I also watched a little bit of a review on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a spoiler review, so I never yeah. really got to know what the story was, but uh, it was, it seemed like a really interesting film mm-hmm. and one of those ones that you need to be into film to really enjoy I think um, yeah. do you know what I mean you're, you're not going to go into the cinema expecting much based on the trailer because on the trailer I thought it's a really strange story well, it's like really interesting least, yeah. like whatever but I think what's going to win it's best picture is going to be the cinematics and mm-hmm. the story but like the, the more deep rooted story which obviously definitely which well, which is the case uh, in terms of this but before watching it this is all the sort of things I was thinking in my head like it's got there's got to be more of this than just yeah. this woman falling in love with this well, I've, I'll say this for it. Should have yeah. got more love for best actor because I know that he's playing a fish who doesn't speak, right? Yeah. But see the things that Doug Jones does physically in this movie. Mm. 
like just his expressions and his body movement it's the same I always get to bring this up with Andy Serkis's performance and how they oh. never get considered for nominations yeah. even though Caesar and Planet of the Apes have heard is good even though I've not seen it and a lot of people were claiming that Caesar's performance should have got nominated yeah. his performance for Gollum certainly should have got nominated no, at yeah, the time yeah. uh, but didn't got ignored like where do we draw even the line he's, depiction on Theresa Mavis spot on I think and I think the whole no, but I think the whole yeah. world was like was actually an awe at this man like, yeah. who, like to, to, to actually be that ballsy for a start like not that he's going to He's going to come find him or anything. He's going to get a secret service on him. Execution of the night, yeah. All of a sudden, Andy Serkis has never had another movie. He's off in Argentina getting axed or something. In fact, speaking of stuff we've seen this year, have you seen his new movie yet? His first directed movie? No. He directed the new Jungle Book that's went up on Netflix. Oh. That's his first movie he's ever directed. Um apparently it's decent it's a really it's a dark it's a Netflix original it wasn't meant to be but it's one of the movies that I think it was with Paramount before and because Paramount are struggling they sold a lot of their stuff like it was uh, Cloverfield Paradox was the other one that they gave to Cloverfield Machine I liked 10 Cloverfield Lane but we've seen that last year I didn't mind it I hated the ending as you know but the ending essentially just ruined it for me anyway that was years ago well (laughs) we're going this Oscar season I've seen a few I've seen Star is Born yeah. which is an excellent film um, a bit cheesy at times I'll say that especially in the beginning but you get taken away from that with the strength of the performances of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say about Bradley Cooper and I'm saying this as a guy who's making a film for the first time so I'm saying this as a film watcher not as a director because I know I'll make mistakes there are certain points in the movie where you can tell that he's put a shot in because he thinks it looks nice and not because it really serves the sort of flow of the story. Like, there's a few things that feel a bit jolted away from it, and that's right. just purely from a sort of filmmaking point of view. Like, if you were in the edit room, it's as though I can imagine him having an argument with the editor over whether he wants that shot right, in or right, not. Right. And the editor's like, no, we should remove, like, this five seconds. He's like, no, but look how pretty it looks. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, there's right. a couple of moments like that I was just like... Uh, because he's the one that's actually shot it so he's yeah precious and you can it. tell he's a first time yeah, filmmaker yeah, in those moments having right. said that the strength of the story and the strength of the songs as well because she wrote the entire soundtrack so and mm. she's very talented despite the rap that she gets and I've always said this about Lady Gaga some of her stuff I really don't like and I think is pish especially from like her later two albums obviously she has those classics from back in the day that everyone like knows whether you like it or not mm. she's a very very good singer and some of her songwriting is also very strong as well, especially when she tries to go more acoustic. This film, she brings it to a level I've never seen her before. Like, right. it's impeccable what she does with the music here. Right. So, I'm looking forward for more people seeing and that. Have you seen any? Sorry, just a quote. Have you, have you seen any of the the previous the originals? No, what three of them has been made in the three? I think, the I think there's three so musical versions. Like, and I think there's another one from like early silent film. Really? Like this, like this story goes back as yeah. far as like, I knew the story did. Uh, I knew yeah. there was a Barbara Streisand. Um, I can only imagine the Barbara version's very different. Like Barbara know. Streisand's movies are typically like, yeah, you know, they're stri- Barbara Streisand movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I've only ever seen bits of Funny Girl or something. Maybe. Yeah, I like oh, her, I but film, so. I like her, but she's a. Uh, She's Barbara and everything she does, Aye. if you know what I mean. Like, Aye. I like her and Meet the Fockers, I'll say that. Like, that's funny. Like, because she, she just, like, Aye. is. But she's that over the top way. She overacts everything. Aye. You know, Lady Gaga doesn't do that here. She's trying to be, like, an actor. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, an actor's actor. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that. But, but, does, it, but does it well, yeah. Uh, she does it well, yeah. Good. And then I seen Bohemian Rhapsody last night. Um, I have a few problems with the movie 
which I'll probably write in my dissertation about, so I'll not say mm. that for here, <laughs> because there's a couple of things that I think it's because Brian Singer is handling it, the portrayal of Freddie Mercury's sexuality is a bit mishandled. Having said that, the film overall is very good, uh, and it makes me more of a Freddie Mercury fan now, because you listen to him, and you're either in the mood for Queen or you're not. Or you yeah. don't like Queen. Or you don't like, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like they grate on you or you'll accept it for what it is. Uh-huh. You watch this and instantly they're more likable and you understand it because you know that they get it. You know what I mean? Queen are sort of in in the joke of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know like, right, this is who we're making music for. This is what we're making music for. You're either going to like Queen or you're not going to like Queen. Well, the other three are Freddie Mercury just thinks that he's like God's gift to everything. Yeah. You know, and, and it shows you that in the movie, like he is an enigma, he's like a very charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rami Malek's performance is spot on as well. So, anything else you want to bring up from this year? Um, I'm trying to think of anything that I've really seen. Creed 2. Oh, Creed 2, of course. Creed 2. I don't know how well that'll do, really, to be honest, in any of the, the Oscars. I don't um, think it's going to do well in the Oscars. Like Creed only got the the one or two nominations when yeah, it came out. It got yeah. the sliced own nomination. I don't think he'll get that this time around. Um, even though it's much the same performance, he has a bit less to do in this one. I was going to say he's not really he's not really a, a forerunner in this. And I don't days. think I don't think I can give Ivan Drago the nods. Unfortunately, as much as I'd have loved that if he'd got like a major meteor role in Creed Two and absolutely nah. knocked out of the park, nah. and we had Ivan Drago nominated for an Academy Award, that'd have been insane. But we spoke about Creed. Um, Sned was on to talk about. So it must have been on the, the trailer for Creed Two. Must have been the trailer. Oh, what was it? We were going to talk about the trailer. Yeah, because we were discussing actually, weren't we? Like what, what our opinions were on. Mm-hmm. Um, the Drago, yeah, the yeah Victor Drago, becoming a character in it and stuff, and it actually surprised me because I think at the time I was originally was a bit kind of bummed about it. I was thought a stupid idea. Don't bring him back. Like yeah. you know, you need you need to keep you need to keep reinventing stuff. Like there's no point in like it's like trying to squeeze everything you can out of like characters yeah. and whatever else. And I think they surprised me a wee bit, and I did enjoy it to an extent uh, with. Mm with Victor's character but I don't think he spoke once in the film I think it went the way that you feared it was going to go but it just wasn't as bad as maybe you thought it would be so it annoyed me what they'd done and then the way it panned out was kind of like what I expected Um, I I can't even remember what our predictions were because we did predict um, we all took a a shot of predicting like what the outcome was going to be whether like Mm -hmm. Creed would win or like Victor Gargo would win I think me and Sned had definitely said uh, Creed would win. I did but call it two fights. Yeah, I was about to say, but you did call Victor then, then Creed, I think. Which didn't so, happen, I would claim it if it did, but technically Creed won both fights. I, yeah. But I was very close, I'll say that. You were, you were, I was very close. Well, you were right when you said two fights, and I was yeah. surprised when the first fight came about because I was thinking, yeah. like, this is early doors, like, this is, it feels yeah. like I've been in here for about 20 minutes and there's already a fight. Yeah, and, and there a big fight as well. There wasn't any other way to do it though, like, because um, my, my theory was nah, we'd yeah, see was. Creed going into this movie as world champion and cut out that first and fight. Just cut that, yeah. We ended up having the three fights where we saw him win the world I don't title. mind him winning the world title. I thought that was good yeah. for his character, I think it was good. And we found out he's a heavyweight. He does not look like a heavyweight. Nah, he's pretty big to be fair. Is he? But, yeah. but I think it's just seeing him next to Stone him, for one, who's like an old man, so instantly yeah. you think smaller, and, and then you see him next to the Dragos, and you're just like. But hey. I think seeing these kind of movies and that, like, 
they're all going to be heavyweights because yeah. you don't realise that heavyweights like the majority of people would be heavyweights like, yeah. like how skinny boxers are mm-hmm. um, and how like lean they get themselves yeah. in like obviously train for like weeks and weeks so like good you, when you see how good they are like how, how light they are um, you know obviously because the, the, the essentially just muscle their body fat percentage is ridiculous yeah. so, so when you look when you look at Michael B. Jordan he's an absolute machine in it and then you look at Victor Drago who is, 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 is a monster yeah. Victor Drago probably wouldn't even be allowed to fight because he's that fucking big um, <laughs> well watch some of the hits because uh, they released some like the making of Creed 2 videos yeah. online Get a lot popular man with the music today that's the old <laughs> need to get the old but look at the hits he takes because Stallone was talking about this like Stallone has always said with the Rocky movies the only way you're getting those shots is if you actually have them punch you in the face so for the first Creed Tony Bellew has said I'm surprised that Michael B. Jordan took the hits off me that he did uh, and it's the same for this movie like they're actually taking those shots I think they cut out a fight scene between Dolph Lundgren and Sly Stallone though because Sly Stallone had his jaw broken on the set of Creed 2 from a fight scene between him and Dolph Lundgren which never made the movie, so I don't think they were able to refilm it. Oh shit. How crazy is that? In the bar, in the restaurant, sorry? I don't know, I think it was in the hospital. Like, from what I remember seeing, yeah, like, Sly Stallone has had his his jaw broken on the set of Creed 2 by uh, Dolph Lundgren. Because the two of them, like, they're all the 80s action stars who have been going at it for years and know each other that well, but they're just like, like, we're going to throw these punches, so actually just, like, get this on camera. Yeah. I mean? It's mental. We'll move on quickly. 2019's coming up. The big one, Avengers 4, we're not going to talk about because you've not seen Avengers 3. The Avengers 4 trailer has come out. Go and watch that if you haven't. I don't usually like trailers. But <laughs> you do. We talked about it. It's Nicky doesn't like trailers. I hate trailers when they reveal too much. That's what I'll say. I hate trailers when you just watch the whole movie. See that? Oh, what was that film called again? Uh, it was when. Oh. Oh. I can't remember what it was called. What was it about? Oh, it just, I couldn't even tell you what it was about. Because, <laughs> but it was just like the, this woman and, and her husband get a baby, like have a baby in that, and then it's just like just surrounded by family all the time, and they're just like having this big family. Like, oh, Fair what enough. is it called? <laughs> I don't Fuck. The family movie. Let's, let's, I'll write that down and we'll find out what it is okay. and we'll talk about it next time. Well, because that trailer was probably one of the worst trailers I've ever seen in my life, but yeah. I actually felt like I just watched the movie. Like, but there was nothing exciting about it at all. There's nothing actually happened in the movie that I thought, oh, that looked cool. Yeah. It was literally just like them getting a baby and then all the family coming to see them and it's just like, well, happy days. You just had a wee child, didn't you? <laughs> well, Avengers 4, go and see the trailer because if you've seen Avengers 3, you know shit goes down. This gives you a hint about how it's all going to be resolved in the fourth one. Star Wars Episode Nine. How are you feeling about it? I had you weren't on the Star Wars. Uh, the Solo Show was the uh, one you missed. Yes. Didn't manage to get your thoughts in Episode Nine because of that. How are you feeling about going into this one? Because it's a strange place to be in, I feel. Um, yeah, it's... My worry is that, you know, like I was saying with even, like, Creed and... Um, I'm trying to think of another example, but just, like, that idea of just trying to squeeze something out, trying to look back at everything yeah. that's been done so far, trying to pick at people and go, oh, that character, we never really explored them, what can we do with them? And the worry is with that, it's a massive risk, because when you don't know enough about a character and you throw them into the forefront of something, or you throw them in somewhat yeah. as a supporting actor, a uh, supporting character. And, who, who are you afraid they're going to do that with, specifically? I'm not, I don't actually have anyone in mind. I'm just, yeah. I'm just thinking... That is my worry. Like that is my risk. Uh, that is the, the risk. Sorry. And the problem with me is I don't know what the story is going to be, because yeah. normally with a trilogy, like you watch Fellowship of the Ring, 
you watch the two towers you know what's going to happen in return of the king and it's not a bad thing for a trilogy yeah. to know we're going to have this resolution in this story i'm going into nine not having any fucking clue what's happening because right. there's no snoke anymore yeah we don't we, we found out our parents are no one no supposedly <laughs> um, so Finn and Rose what the fuck happened at the end of the day I can't remember Finn, Finn oh, and Rose oh no I fucking hated that Rose the only thing I, like, what, well, definitely you're so stupid Rose thing I fucking hated. <laughs> oh Rose is so stupid me I hate her no that was definitely the worst thing about The Last Jedi was, was Rose and Finn's wee stupid relationship it was cause their scenes were shit as well like the casino thing could have been f- oh, cut to fuck but like right oh. A cinematic marvel is that when Finn is absolutely hurling towards the, the <laughs> tractor beam and then they get shot down and they go towards the side, like nobody even bats it, like none of the yeah. the, the dark side even like bat an eye or like the yeah. side. Like they obviously just Let's just fire them. another cannon, boom, like from one of the other ATTs yeah. here. Like, yeah. yeah, you could have shot from about four different yeah. uh, vehicles, like at this plane that's clearly just crashing. Aye, because this is before. And then allow them time to run all the way back. Wait a minute, is this before or after? Uh, the Luke Skywalker fake fight though because before. they actually might have run out of cannons like because <laughs> like Kylo no, Ren just waited this is before yeah. this is before because they're, they're like he's trying to save the rest of them by like by, yeah. uh, by driving right into the beam you know, like, right into the cannon anyway so they get shot off into the side and they Ryan Johnson sent a beam right into the cannon like a Star Wars <laughs> man with that movie just didn't care what he was like doing like boom this is, this is my time uh, it's just annoying I, just, I hate uh, those uh, kind of things you just think like why would you allow like no, you're obviously not that bad a bastard if you're allowing them to get out of their, their spaceship and yeah. run home. And well, I think it's the whole thing, it's Kylo Ren. Like, I think the one story I'll see going into nine that I would get is Kylo Ren. Because they have the first movie where he kills his dad, the second movie where he tries, like, doesn't, refuses to kill his mum at the start, and then tries to kill his mum at the end where he says, take no prisoners, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gets fucked over by his uncle. There's this whole family thing going on. I want to see what happens in nine with Kylo Ren's story who, for me, is the most interesting part of the new trilogy. Yeah. They're bringing back Lando for episode nine. Oh, yeah, you said that, yeah. Billy D. Williams. That would be decent, to be fair. Yeah, and he's, you need him now because he's the only link to the past, like, the human link outside of, like, you obviously have Chewie and R2 and C3PO mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but to see Billy D. Williams back would be good. Um, what's, any other movies you're looking forward to in 2019? Um... I think Kingsman 3, actually. That's one that came to mind. Just because, yeah. I, I don't know, I, I really liked the way the Kingsman... Uh, it's fun. Yeah, fun, fun movies. movies. I didn't... I've actually still got catch the second one. I was a bit gutted that I... Well, the only way I know that Colin Firth is still alive... was <laughs> from the trailers? Was, like, no, no, from, like... I've got a, uh, the, the two-disc box set. Ah. So, like, pulled out the second movie and Colin Firth is still in the front of it. <laughs> Having just watched the first one and watching him die, I was like... He has eye right. patch now, doesn't he? I was like, hold on here. Uh, yeah. Elton John has a so considerable role in the second bit, one, you know? I think that annoyed me a, a wee bit, but then it's Mark Miller, so yeah. I'll look over it. And I think yeah. um, Kingsman 3 should be quite exciting. Yeah. If it's anything like, you know, the Kick-Ass trilogy, uh, Kick-Ass um, Definitely. Uh, well, we so, talked about Detective Pikachu before, and we're going to start a countdown to that. I can't wait for Detective <laughs> Pikachu. That's going to be absolutely class, and probably. Uh, what's your thoughts on Hedgehog Sonic? Sonic looks pish because he's too tall. It doesn't. I actually have no problem with. He's him. far too tall. I think it looks good. Nah, because he looks like a person. But then he looks like that, and but he's games. smaller. He's got like really skinny arms, like wee noodle arms. Yes, small. You want him to look more real lifelike, so no. he looks like a hedgehog. No. He's got like muscles. No, I want him small. I don't want it live action and all. It's not. Well, I don't know. Is it live action? It's live action cartoon. It's like Roger Rabbit. Ah, like, uh, okay. Well, it, 
it's horrible. Well, what would you, would you rather it was like fucking all cartoon se- Sega like graphics? No, I'd <laughs> rather it was all cartoon like Pixar graphics. Mm. I'd rather it looked like Wreck It Ralph than look like right, okay, a yeah. big Steven Tyler fish. Right, well, it's what I would prefer. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be it could be the best honest, movie you've ever seen in your life. So let's just Do you know what could be the best movie you've ever seen in your life? It Chapter 2. It Chapter I cannot two. wait. I thought there was loads and loads of criticism at the first one. I never no, seen it. we, everyone loved, like, because that was like, you know how every year it's like the boys will go to Star Wars and that'll be the only, like, group team cinema showing that's, like, designated throughout the year? Uh, there was quite a few that went to it. Like, I'd rather you know, Scott went to it. Scott went to it. Fieldo yeah. came out for it. Fieldo, if you're listening, like, we miss you. Like, send help. Like, <laughs> Send a waving flag <laughs> if you're like being trapped somewhere. I haven't seen him in ages, man. <laughs> oh, I've been away for four months, to but still. Um, nah, it's a really good movie. Watch it. It's not that scary. It. It's just a good film. I heard it wasn't. Maybe that's what I've got mixed up with. I knew that people had said it just really wasn't scary, yeah. and a lot of the time it was like just kind of funny. Like it is funny, uh, but it's not funny in a bad way. It's not funny bad. Like not like. You're not laughing at not it. Not Halloween funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Like laughing at the fucking. I liked I liked Halloween. I liked the new no, Halloween actually. No, we know you liked it. We've had a podcast. <laughs> they haven't seen the new one. We fucking discussed it at length. New one was one of the best uh, times I've had at the cinema this year. Oh, I actually didn't talk about Phantom Thread. I actually want to talk about that quickly. That's the worst experience I've had in the cinema, on par with Warcraft. Oh, I just want to say that. Imagine. Warcraft was a bad one for a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. Phantom Thread was the most bored I've ever been in the movies. So, anything else of this, of this year can't think of? I don't know, because like, we looked at the list beforehand, and now I can't think, actually, there is one. Toy Story 4, which was where I was Toy Story 4. 4. Um, I was saying this to Rachel, I've kind of changed my tune on it. When pe- People must have been like when Toy Story 3 was coming out, oh, don't touch Toy Story, the other two movies are like already perfect, you know what I mean? Like, Don't do a third one, we don't need it. And I think we're in the position now we have three really great movies so we're asking them not to when do was a, When was Toy Story 3 came out again? 2010. Yeah, so my worry is now we are going to be nine years after that. Which was the same time between two and three though. Yeah, but we were still... Ah, uh, well, I don't know. It's but Toy Story. The, the thing is with the Disney and think, Pixar movies, mm. I think there's a... like You see that it... like. I get what you mean because it's not going to be the same enjoyment you get out of it, but there's enough in there that's different. Like from uh, like I I watch the Toy Story movies and I like want to analyze the screenplays because like like they're perfect films. Oh, you know what I mean? I said on the when we spoke about Toy Story four, I think I said like it's it's a kind of it's an example of the times. Like mm-hmm. now we're not kids, so when we go to watch it, we're not looking at it from a perspective. Yeah, as a kid, um, and things I don't know it's just difficult like nine, what was it you said nine years when was nine. so nine years ago I think 2000 came out. I'm pretty sure actually it was a longer gap so we're in our early teens we're still like yeah. on that cusp of like yeah. enjoying it for what the, the kiddie the side of it if that makes sense you know Is what I mean music stopped I don't know I think maybe it has oh my god well, you wouldn't have got this with the pre to be fair it is, it is saying it's playing but it's just no point there we go. Hands tied by Master Mansa Brown. Mansa Brown. As we shout out to Mansa Brown. Mansa Brown, if you're watching, give us a wee sponsorship, eh? Just, uh, buy, buy some podcast mics so we don't have to do this from my house. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Us, us by Jordan Peele, that's the other oh, one I've seen. Yeah. Uh, who's also in Toy Story 4. Uh, looks really great. Really nice horror movie. 
can't complain about it. Terminator 6 can get to fuck. I'm actually looking at the posters in my room right now to see if I... Oh, fuck! That's the one we forgot about. Quentin Tarantino's got a new movie coming out oh, this year. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it... Oh, we haven't even seen a trailer, but I've seen the images from it. And I'm just like, this looks incredible. And it's... do you know what I didn't realise? Al Pacino's in it. Oh, this is the first time that Quentin Tarantino is going to be working with Al Pacino. And I know Al Pacino's no done great things recently, right? No. But if there's one person who can use the yeah. Al Pacino who's like, ooh, ah, just like that energy, yeah. it's the fucking maniac that is Quentin Tarantino. You know what I mean? Fuck you. And Brad Pitt, DiCaprio, Margot one. Robbie. It's a third movie, I'm sure. It's... Nah, I can't think of it. I don't know. I don't, I, anyway. Maybe, maybe not then. <laughs> we'll leave it like, we'll leave, there's not much more you can say about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because we don't have a trailer for it. No. We know there's going to be the Manson Family Murders involved. Do you think we're going to get some of that history bending stuff that we got from Glorious Bastards? Or do you think it's going to be like Faithful to the Tale? Or do you just think the Manson Family Murders will be in the background? Hmm. If, it, if it's a, like a key feature in the film, like mm. if they surround it with... Well, if it's a massive part of the film, yeah. then I, I'm I'm likely to think that Tantino will play a bit with it and bend yeah. it a wee bit. A wee bit. I wouldn't like. There's not really too much you can do about it. If Shanti survives, because Shanti, mm. who Margot Robbie's playing, mm-hmm. was killed by the Manson yeah. family in real life. Yeah. It, uh, that's my theory that Sharon Tate survives the events of this movie and is not killed by the Manson family. Like survives the attempt in her life. And that mm, I don't know. That could be like know. a nice tribute, I suppose, but it's still a weird line to walk, you know? Yeah. Do you think you make them funny? He has a habit of making... Well, he did the KKK killers. stuff, yeah, and jazz. And it's quite funny, like, quite... I think he'll make the people surrounding Manson funny. I think he'll make Manson himself... I don't know how much of Manson's going to appear himself, but I think he'll make Manson himself quite threatening and yeah. brooding. But I think, like, the the cult around Manson is going to be made to look ridiculous as I think he'd, he wants them to be because that's like his way of sort of dealing with these social things is not to like explicitly come out against them it's to ridicule them like you say with yeah. the KKK members mm-hmm. and who's cutting the hoods and like it was my favourite scene in that movie that it's hilarious, hilarious it's so funny it's so good well anyway we're going to cut it there uh, that's it thanks for listening to I us I really like this tune it's a really good exit as well what is it show. give that a wee plug it's called Divide Divide. So as we listen to Divide by Socrates? Uh, it's Socrates, but it's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just spelt a bit differently. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening in 2018. We've got a lot of good shows coming up in 2019. We're going to be talking about Goodwill Hunting. We're going to be talking about The Godfather. We'll have look back for Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2. And we're going to have our pitch battle show as well. Yep. And I think it was announced that the first official match for that show... Is going to be yourself against on, Conor McCann. Oh, easy. Against Ian Shearer. Oh, and a three way match easy. to qualify for the final of that show. Good luck, boys. Uh, and we'll need to find out. Oh, and I also want to announce that Rob Jane is meant to be coming on mm. as the judge who is the president of the Glasgow Uni Screenwriting Society. Obviously, man who knows his shit when it comes to screenplays and pitches and stuff like that. So we've got a bit of a le- legitimacy on the judging panel. Uh, Nicky will be the other judge and if I win in our fight I will be in the matches if I lose if I lose if I lose the next next time I debate then I'll judge if I win the next time I debate then I'll be in I say this right now I'm just going to keep doing it so if I win the next one that'll be in (laughs) I get very competitive and I want to like do it again but anyway thank you for listening and see you later thank you